September is National Suicide Awareness Month, and this episode is dedicated to a friend, Serena. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Trip Sitters podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, the fun, and the dangerous stuff about drugs. This podcast believes that people make better decisions with accurate information on hand. In today's episode, I got to reflect on addiction with the help of my old friend Carrie and her mom, Amy. Amy, who's a family nurse practitioner with 34 years of experience, has also had plenty of years of experience volunteering for drug rehabilitation centers for people experiencing homelessness. Amy was able to give us a little background on Serena's life and more importantly, her mother, Jessie, who was a recovered heroin addict. Her mother was a wonderful mother when she was younger. Yeah, Jessie was a great mom when we were younger. In fourth grade, something happened and she started using again started bringing drugs into the house, using in front of her daughter, and that was the downward spiral. Serena basically chose, if I can't beat them, I'm going to join them. While Amy talked more about Serena's mother, Carrie really got to talk about Serena and how her relationship with her soured over time. She was doing cocaine in seventh grade, and I was there for that. I was there when, you know, we would be running around the town going skinny dipping in definitely polluted areas. (laughs) Definitely polluted areas, running around the train tracks, hanging around with much older people, definitely dangerous. You know, I would be there for all of her highs. She'd be there talking about how she did a mountain of Coke before and how she would pick her nose and eat the Coke so that she can get a little bit high again. And, oh, I don't know how I'm gonna get the money because I need need more Coke. But her boyfriend, her boyfriend would give her coke. Her boyfriend who's, you know, 21 years old, dating a 12-year-old. I was literally like a 12 to 13-year-old, being the sober friend to another 12 and 13-year-old, which was very strange. Yeah, kind of heavy. Especially for two 13-year-olds in suburbia who truly could not understand what was happening to our friend. There weren't many options for addiction in our town. And so Serena was kind of just left alone. No one should have turned around to Serena and said, I don't want you hanging out with her. So that's ultimately like addiction and mental illness thrive uh, in isolation. She died by overdosing on party drugs by herself. They isolated her. The town she was in completely isolated her. We're seeing this same sort of trend of isolation causing death right now during the coronavirus pandemic. Just last week in South Florida's Sun Sentinel, They had a headline called Overdoses Rise in South Florida as People Struggle with Isolation from Pandemic. So this isn't new. The problem of addiction is oftentimes hidden from us, and people see addicts as individuals who choose this lifestyle rather than someone who's experienced a chemical change in their brain. Carrie talked about how we learned about drugs in fifth grade dare. Well, I think, first of all, the way that we deal with drug addiction in school and the way we teach it in which we teach abstinence, don't teach safe habits. And if we do, you know, for school, there's no counselor for to if you're addicted to heroin, there's no counselor for that. Um, And so what do they do? They send you off your merry way. or they get you institutionalized, which can also create just a lot of resentment and resistance to treatment. Our friend was in an awful situation, perpetuated by her family, the town we lived in, and the resources she didn't have. Her life was short and turbulent, but her death inspired me to not be idle in any issue. 
Join us next time when we talk about resources for family and friends who are supporting someone with addiction issues.